Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 13th, 2024. I'm teaching a series on laser focus, on the fixed purpose that God has for us from the foundations of the world. So going into 2024, I told you that this year we would focus on purpose, on the purpose that we believe that God established for us. It is a purpose that is fixed. It is established. It is immutable. It's not going to change. So God's plans for your life are not going to change. It doesn't matter how much you mess up. It doesn't. God's, God knew all the things you were going to do wrong before you did them, and he planned for you anyway, right? And so his plans are fixed. His plans are established. The giftings and the callings of God are irrevocable. They are without repentance. So God loves you. God has plans for you. And then your job, my job, is to find, follow, and finish those plans. Your job, my job, is to discover, develop, and deploy into the fixed purpose that God has for us for 2024. So we're flowing in that vein today. Yesterday, I shared a message with you from Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. If you haven't watched that, you need to go back and watch that. That was a powerful message. And today, I'm going to flow in that same vein. So what we did at the beginning of the year was I shared with you Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25. Then I I added about 20 scriptures to it. And then I said, we will go back to all of these scriptures. That's what I'm doing now. Jeremiah 29 11 is one of those. The title of today's message is God's plan. Put in the chat, God's plan. God's plan. What is God's plan? Prosperity, hope, and your future. I'm going to talk about prosperity. I'm going to talk about hope. And I'm going to talk about your future. Put in the chat, my future is bright. Get ready for the word. All right, so let's get into the message for this morning once again from Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25, and also we're going to be looking at uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11 today. My future is bright. God has a plan for me, and God's plans are good plans. Say amen to that. All right, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25. This is what the Bible says from the Passion Translation. Set your gaze on the path before you. Set it. Put it in the chat. Say, my, my gaze is set. I'm setting my gaze. I, I'm locked in and I'm focused. With fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Put it in the chat. I ignore every distraction. Listen, I believe that God has a plan for me for 2024, for my family. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meditate on that. I'm going to look straight ahead and I'm not going to be distracted. And there will be distractions that come. This is going to be a season of many distractions. So I want you to know that some people will be distracted, but but put in the chat, say, it, that won't be me. I'm not going to be distracted. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11 from the New International Version. We looked at this yesterday, once again today. The Bible says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Okay, Lord, you have plans for me? Yes, I have plans for you, son. I have plans for you, daughter. What are these plans? He says, these are plans to prosper you. I know people don't like the word prosperity today. I'm going to deal with that. These are plans to prosper you, not to harm you. God is not going to hurt you. Plans to give you a hope 
and a future. One of the things I know is that God is not, he's not out to get us. He's out to bless us. God is not going to hurt us. God has good plans for us, plans to prosper us, plans for, for me to succeed, plans for me to walk in God's best, plans for me to, to accept and experience his heartbeat for my life. And his heartbeat for my life is good. Put in the chat, say, God is good. God is a good God, and he has good plans for me. So Jeremiah 29 and 11 is telling me that God has good intentions, that God is inherently good, that God is purpose-driven. And because of that, I should be hopeful. Because of that, I should see God as a good God who wants to bless me and wants to use me because he is good. Not because I'm good, but because he is good. So this plan that God has for me involves prosperity and hope and a promising future. Put in the chat, prosperity, hope, and a promising future. I have divine prosperity. I have divine hope. And my future is bright because God is with me. You got it? Not because of me, but because of him. So what does this mean? for you today. If you're new here, I've been asking this question, today's word, for over 26 years. This is year number 27. Every day we look at scripture and then every day I ask the question, so what does this mean for you today? So at today's word, what we do is we take scripture and we apply it to our lives today. Three things to share with you in this morning. I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Three things. Number one, here we go. Prosperity as God's design for us. Prosperity, put in the chat, say prosperity is God's design for me. I, listen, I, I want you to, to, to meditate on God's plans. God's plans for me, God's plans for you are plans to prosper us, to prosper us and for us to leave a mark in every area of our lives within our sphere of influence. God wants to bless us. God wants to use us. And when I say prosperity, I know that people today immediately go to money or material things. No, no, no. The pro it's, not, it's not that that stuff is not included, but it's far greater than that. So money is the least of all riches in the kingdom of God. So as, as it relates to divine prosperity, what, what this means is that God wants you to prosper. God wants you to become the man or the woman that you were destined to be. And whatever you need to make that happen has already been stored up for you. So it's not about the material things. It's about focus and purpose and love and grace and peace and joy. And everything that you need is already stored up for me so that you would lack nothing. Put in the chat, say, I lack nothing. That's divine prosperity. So let me just address the whole prosperity word for a minute. We are God's children. Do you believe that? If you believe that, put in the chat, say, I am God's child. If you believe that you are God's child, right? So then I want you to think about if you have children yourself, I want you to think about your natural children. If you are a mother, if you are a father, let me ask you a question. Do you want to see your kids fail? Of course not. If you are a mother, if you are a father, you want your children to prosper. You want your children to do well. So David said this. This is Proverbs, I mean, Psalms 35 and 27. David said, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. David is saying, listen, I'm, just like I want to see my kids do well, I am God's child. And God takes pleasure in my prosperity. God takes pleasure 
and my prosperity. God wants to see me do well. God wants to see me succeed. God wants to see me prosper. God wants to see me walk out the purpose that he established for me from the foundations of the world. And this is a prosperity, watch this, that cannot be earned. I'm not earning it. I'm not working for it. It is by the grace of God. So God is is giving me by his unearned grace a level of favor and prosperity. And, and he is the source of my prosperity. He is favoring me. He is favoring the work of, of my hands so that I can walk out his best, so that I can manifest his plans, so that I can leave the mark in this world that I'm destined to leave, so that my life can be all about him. And it's not about me having another car or me having another house. That's, it's, it's not about that. Now, let me just say this. If you like cars, God can give you 10. Like that's, God is not limited in any way. But it should not be about a car or a purse or that that's that's ridiculous. At the end of the day, our focus needs to be bigger than that. We we are focused on God's desires, on his kingdom, on advancing, on funding his projects, on doing what he's destined us to do. And he it's he's okay with us enjoying the things that he gives us, but God is releasing provision where his vision has already been established. So there's a fixed purpose. And since the vision is there, the provision is already stored up. So prosperity is God's desire. Prosperity is, is in God's kingdom is a holistic prosperity. And I, I see that Mike, uh, Mike Matthews is, is watching. Mike Matthews is a leader at Oral Roberts uh, University. And um, Oral Roberts is one of my heroes, man. I mean, like uh, Oral Roberts is somebody one of the first people that was telling people that it's okay for you to experience God's best in every area, in every aspect, in every facet of your life. This man, God, I mean, he went out there with a tent and he changed the world with a tent. He started an international ministry. He would take that tent everywhere. And then he went through this whole ministry, long story short. One day the Lord said, I need you to go to Oklahoma and start a university. He didn't know anything about that, but he never went out there thinking that he was going to fail. He went out there to succeed. Oral Roberts University was established to minister to the holistic needs of man, to holistic healing. Not only are they raising up doctors that can do things with medicine, but these doctors are anointed that can do things with the Holy Spirit. And so what I'm saying is God wants you to be blessed in every area of your life. So let me let me address the whole prosperity word for a minute. I know that, that there have been some, there's bad seeds in everything. So have there been some bad preachers out there that have manipulated people to try to get money? Of course, that has happened. Okay, fine. But that doesn't mean that God wants you to fail. I mean, that, let's, let's not mistake the fact that there's some bad preachers out there trying to manipulate people to get resources from them so that they could do things for selfish purposes and selfish reasons to mean that God doesn't want you to prosper. If You would have to throw away a lot of scriptures for that to happen. You would have to throw away a lot of biblical evidence for, for you to think that God doesn't want you to prosper. No, you, there's too much Bible on this. God wants you to prosper. God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Now, to be clear, this prosperity that I'm talking about, uh-oh, here we go, may involve challenges trials, obstacles, and storms. So this prosperity that I'm talking about, Oral Roberts went through all kinds of things. Physically, I mean, like he was attacked in his body at a young age, uh, uh, you know, from a physical malady. He, and by the grace of God, he overcame that. And then he went through all types of things from a ministry perspective. So don't think that 
divine prosperity means you're never going to face anything. It just means that if you face it, you're not going to face it by yourself. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. God promised to never leave you nor forsake you. He will never turn his back on you. So you're living your life with a prosperity mindset, knowing that God is with me. And, and watch this. If you really want to do what God has called you to do, you can't have a poverty spirit. I, I, I've shared many times. I was I was raised on welfare and food stamps. And so and Isabella was raised in a third world country where, where they didn't even have that. And so, so we came to God with a poverty mentality, with a scarcity mentality. And you cannot do what God has called you to do if, you're always, if you always have the fear of running out. Put in the chat, I do not have the fear of running out. Put in the chat, I have faith in running over. If you want to do what God has called you to do, when God told us to build a school in the Dominican Republic and to do it debt-free, to buy the land, build a school, do all this stuff, man, we couldn't have the fear of running out. We had to have faith in running over. We didn't know where the money was coming from, but the money came. Why? Because we had to release faith where God had already provided grace. Now the school is built. The church is built. We're feeding 200 kids every day. We're feeding 17 staff members every day, and we're doing all of it debt-free, and we never lack anything, and we don't lack a thing. Why? Because our, our focus and our faith is based on God and his plans and his purposes. And so God releases provision where the vision was established. Say amen to that. Oh, glory to God. All right, number two. I'm trying not to get too excited. Number two, a future filled with hope. Put in the chat, say, I always have hope. I always have a hope. God's plans for us are infused with hope. The Bible says in Romans chapter five and five that the Holy Spirit gives us a hope that does not disappoint. So this hope is a steadfast assurance. This hope tells me that my future is bright. This hope tells me that my future is in God's hands and he's already been to my future. This hope empowers me to live with confident expectation of manifestation. This hope is empowering me to look up and not down, to look forward and not backward. This hope is telling me that the best is yet to come. Forward ever, backward never with God. This hope is anchoring me in the during the storms of life. While I'm going through a storm, while the storm is raging, I still have hope. Why? Because my hope is built in God, not in me. My hope is about him. It's not about me. I have a living hope. I, I have divine promises. I'm looking at my life through the lens of faith. So I'm, I'm not moved by circumstances. I'm not moved by obstacles. I'm not moved by situations. I know that my circumstances are not the end of the story. Why? Because I've, I've already seen the end of the movie. God called the end from the beginning, Isaiah 46 and 10. Before the storm started, God already told me how the storm was going to work out. God already told me was waiting for me on the other side of the storm. So it's God's plan that is propelling me forward. God's plan, Jeremiah 29 and 11, that's causing me to go through the storm and not be moved and to not be shaken and to not lose my hope and to not lose my progress. I am going through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm not going to set up a camp there. No, I'm going through it. I'm moving forward. I'm believing that God, God has a great plan for me. And although I may have to face challenges, listen, my future is bright because it is God ordained. Put in the chat, say, my future is bright because it is God ordained. I have a hope that does not disappoint. I have a hope that does not come from this world. God is giving me a living hope. God has a plan for my life. And I live my, my life in such a way to where when people come in contact with me, they go, wow, God has a plan for me too. When people talk to me and they walk away, they walk away encouraged. They walk away inspired. They walk away impacted. Why? Because the hope that's on me is contagious. And they walk away saying, man, God has a, a plan for me too. And so, so now it, it requires me going back to fixing my gaze, ignoring all of life's distractions. I ignore 
everything. I reject everything that is related to despair or negativity or depression. No, none of that has any power over me. I'm ignoring those things. I'm locked in. I have peace. I have joy. I have expectation. I have hope. I have a living hope. Why? Because God is with me every step of the way. Put in the chat, say, I'm a hope dealer. I'm dealing hope everywhere I go. When people come in contact with me, they come in contact with hope. Say amen to that. All right, number three, last point for today. Live your life aligned with God's predestined plan. Now, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep showing you scripture after scripture after scripture that talk about the fact that you are predestined, that God set the end from the beginning, that you're not a mistake, that God has plans for you, all of these things. And there's much biblical evidence to support this. God's blueprint for your life is detailed. It is deliberate. It is elaborate, right? I mean, God established, and part of it is to bring you into a future and a hope. There's a plan for your life, and it is a plan that God established. It was fixed before the world began, and ultimately, God wants you to fulfill his divine purpose for you. He wants you to walk out his divine plans. He wants you to align with the predestined plans, which means that you got to submit your will to his will. You got to, you, you got to say, put this in the chat, say, God's plans are better than my plans. You got to say, God's plans are better than my plans. God's ways are higher than my ways. God's will is greater than my will. I submit to it. I, I, I'm going to yield to it. I'm going to embrace joy and love and peace. I'm going to align myself with God. I'm, I'm going to uh, uh, bind my feet to the path that God has established for me from the foundations of the world. I'm going to obey whatever God tells me to obey, even though I may not understand it. I'm walking by faith and not by sight. Going back to Dr. Oral Roberts, I mean, when, if you read his life story, oh my God, there was just so many moments where God would tell him to do things. And then he had the, the audacity to do it. He was on television when nobody else was on television preaching the gospel. He was doing all kinds of things. And so it's that type of faith. He has a book called uh, Seeing the Invisible, Believing the Impossible. You got you to gotta live like that. This is God's predestined plan and you got to see it. This is God's predestined plan and you got to believe it. This is God's predestined plan and you got to open your heart to it. Where, you, where you're living by faith and not by sight, so you are living out God's fixed purpose. And the Holy Spirit is leading you every step of the way. The Holy Spirit is your critical uh, uh, connection to the Father. It is the Holy Spirit that is telling you what to do, where to go, what to say when you get there. Without the Holy Spirit, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to pray. You don't know what to ask for. Without the Holy Spirit, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to believe. But the Holy Spirit is leading you, guiding you, and directing you every step of the way so that you can live out God's predestined plan for your life. And this plan will lead to a legacy of righteousness that will outlive you. You will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. And it will be a mark and a legacy of righteousness that will outlive you for generations to come. Why? Because you're not living out your plan. You're living out God's plan. Put in the chat, say God's plan. It's all about him. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Whew, that was a lot, but that was good. Between yesterday's message and today's message, both anchored in Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. These are two messages you might need to get in your spirit again. Let's close it out. Lift up your voice. Say this. Say, Father, I declare that I'm living my life with a laser focus on your fixed purpose. In your infinite wisdom, you planned a future for me. This is a rich promise of prosperity and hope. I acknowledge, Father, that you are 
the architect of my life. I have a future that is filled with hope and prosperity. So I trust in your goodness. I know you have a plan for me. And as I walk it out, I'm being drawn closer to you. I'm grateful, Father, that you put a hope inside of me that does not disappoint. So I, I remain anchored through the storms of life and I'm not moved and I'm not phased. So I commit to aligning my will with yours. I die to self, I yield to you, and I step into the fullness of what you have already designed for me. You have declared hope and prosperity over me, and I believe and I receive it. I declare that my future is bright because my life is in your hands. Greater is coming for me because I'm walking out your predestined purpose. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, amen. Now, this is today's word. Apply it and prosper. Tomorrow, I'm going to have another one. Listen, if you're not getting my notes, and think about everything I just said. It's in my notes. You get those notes for free. Now, I did say some stuff that wasn't in my notes, like the Oral Roberts stuff. But but for the most part, what I just said is in my notes. And you get the notes for free. Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button on the top right uh, side of the website. Click on that. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So sign up. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. Leave, do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share the message right now, right now, right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. This is a message. Yesterday's message. These two messages you might need to listen to again. I love you. Have an amazing day. Greater is coming for you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.